Today, we need to address, we are addressing road etiquette. Because we are tired of almost dying on these roads. Day in, day out, we have near-death experiences. So let's address some of these bad manners. And bad manners is a very polite, good word <clears throat> coming from, you know, somebody who is as upset as me. So listen, if you are in a three-lane road or two-lane road and you're driving something that inevitably will break down at some point in your day, you're driving a car that breaks down every day. You drive it. Um, as you are noticing your car breaking down, please go into the... should be the inner lane, right? The lane that is closest to the... <clears throat> the lane that is furthest from the opposite lane. That's, that's direct enough. <laughs> that lane is safer because that's the slow lane. Oh, yeah, let's call it the slow lane, the slowest lane. Please pack your katundu. <laughs> pack your katundu there. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many times I have almost been in a car accident because I'm driving and I just find some truck is parked in the middle of nowhere in the road. And I'm like, you know, I have to brake aggressively, can't switch lanes because there's cars next to me. And those cars probably assume that guy is dead. But I'm still here. So that's that's number one. Number two is please make sure you have triangles and put your triangles far from your car, you know. And don't put them directly in the road or the middle of the lane. Put them on the side of the road so that we don't bash them as we are stopping trying not to bash you. Do not put bricks. Everything I'm telling you happened. Do not put bricks uh, to hold the triangle. Please buy triangles that uh, are, are okay and can stand on their own. Don't put a big rock. And I actually need to go, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't put a big rock in the middle of the road to hold your triangle so I can hit your big rock and damage something on my vehicle. Thank you very much. And if, it, if you are going to put a rock, why should the rock be so big that the bottom part of my car still hits the rock? That, that is not fair. That is not fair. I wouldn't advise that you have breakdowns at night. I don't know why people drive those things at night, but don't have breakdowns at night. And as, as much as you are putting on those, those um, and you should also be, be conscious of where it is that you've broken down from. Sometimes it is a must that you move your car from where it's broken down from. You don't just leave the car wherever it's broken down from. A bunch of you break down after a curve, after a hill, after, uh, you know, you break down in places where it takes very sharp reaction time to survive an accident. Like you just hit the curve and boom, there's a truck right there. You know, or you just 
go over a hill and there's a truck waiting for you right after the, the tip top of the hill. That's um that's unacceptable. You need to move your 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 equipment out of dangerous places like that. You know, be be um be efficient with your your triangle placement and switch on your hazards when you're in that situation. If your katundu is still able to switch on hazards. Okay? And then to the people who are in charge of repairing roads, we have already seen that some others were not using everything that was allocated for that. So let's let's make sure that we do the right thing. <clears throat> when we start repairing a road, or let's let me use the word renovating a road, let's do it all the way. Okay? Let's 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 finish the job, let's do a good job. Uh in Greatest Road there's still some patches that need work. I mean, from about um, from where that chicken is, from hybrid to let's say the tank, we need some lights there. Okay, we need some lights, and we also need the road to be painted because nobody knows where the lane ends. There, it's kind of tricky, you know. And there's people that cross the road there a lot, you know. So yeah, there's been near-death experiences there as well. You know, um, as well as actually after the, the between hybrid and uh, let's say the Puma filling station by the hospital, there's no lights there. We need lights there. Um, yeah, uh, it would be nice to have three lanes on that end as well. I don't know about potholes, but there's a few potholes actually between hybrid and and the tank. So we need lights and we need some some patching up there. Okay? Oh my god, look at how far I've got talking about useless things. What's up? What's on? <clears throat> What's good? Welcome to the Ntazi Daily Thoughts Podcast. It is I, Ntazi, Ntazana, the Z, whatever you'd like to call me, you know. It depends on whether you do or don't know me. Whether you are or not my homie. I could go on, but I have a podcast. So. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, um, I don't like peanut butter. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't support the idea of peanut butter. I, I don't get it. I, uh, I, would like, I think I should do some research of where peanut butter came from. Whose idea was peanut butter? Now, <clears throat> I have a very interesting peanut butter story. <laughs> so once upon a time, uh, very long ago, I should have been, I should have been, I was the coolest, I think I was the coolest. Take this man to the cooler. I should have been one of the coolest <clears throat> toddlers. I don't know where the, the, 
the range that defines a toddler is like age-wise. I'm not sure, but uh, this story I'm telling you, I should have been six, five, couldn't be four. I don't think I was that young. But let's say six, five, seven, somewhere there, somewhere there. My hunch, my my hunch is six. I think I was six years old. So we are at a family friend's house. This is my 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 mother's best friend's house. She has uh, her children. Of course, there's me, and you know, there's a bunch of people hanging out on this particular day, chilling. There's a bunch bunch of young people and older people in the same house, just having fun, you know. I think we were just hanging out. It might have been a braai or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But <clears throat> we used to hang out there a lot. So, of course, your, your, your mother's best friend's children become your friends as well. So, yeah, these were people that I considered family at this point, you know. So, <laughs> we are chilling in the kitchen. And uh, we were we were making we were fixing ourselves something to eat. So everybody was eating, putting peanut butter on their bread. I decided not to. I I, did, I, I was like, nah, I don't I don't eat peanut butter. And like sort of the way people react when you tell them I don't drink is how people reacted that day. <laughs> So I have people around my age, you know, seven, six-year-olds, but there's a few of us that day in that kitchen that were a little bit older, somewhere like 16, 17, God knows, somewhere in their early 20s. I can't remember really. But I know that we were like, there was a bunch of people in that kitchen. Everybody was young, but we weren't around the same age group. Some were teenagers, some were just about to be teenagers, and some maybe just left being teenagers. It was that type of a mixture of people, you know? And you know, there's always commotion when people of those age groups are mixed because that's where the chaos is. You know, everybody was below the age of 25. And I would say there was about uh, 12, 11, 10 people in that room, in that kitchen that day. So, <clears throat> I voice out the fact that I don't eat peanut butter. I want something else. I want jam or, or butter or I'd rather eat plain bread. Uh, for some strange reason, this becomes a big issue in this kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and I think, you know, at six, I was probably one of those irritating children. You know, like irritating. Um... In a fun way, like I always like, you know, provoked people, maybe I think, I guess, but like, you know, I was just irritating. So people hated the fact that I, uh, uh, like I was demanding something other than what everybody else was eating. Um, I didn't see much of a problem. Like, I, I, what can I do? I did not eat peanut butter. So um, there was some tension towards my direction for some strange reason. And I can't remember who, how, and why, but they started making fun of me and started bullying me. They, I think they actually did put peanut butter on my bread and I almost started crying and, uh, you know, there was tension, you know, that childish tension, you know, that tension, you know. So eventually it got so tense in that room that somebody smeared peanut butter on my face. <laughs> 
<laughs> somebody smeared peanut. Somebody went as far as smeared peanut butter on my face. But I probably kind of deserved that because I was probably like saying a bunch of stupid stuff to them as well. I was I was a very irritating child. So yeah. <clears throat> somebody smeared peanut butter on my face. And I remember whoever this person was was a teenager. And then um of course, that's crossing the line. <laughs> that's crossing the line. You touched my beautiful face. So I started crying, started throwing a tantrum. I made a big issue out of this whole peanut butter situation. So big that the adults, my auntie actually, walked into the kitchen. She was like, what's going on? What is going on? And... Yeah, the people that weren't too involved in what was going on started to explain, no, this is what's happening, this is what happened, this is what doesn't say, this is what these people said back to him, this was the reaction, this is this, this is that, then these guys are playing with him, then somebody put peanut butter on his face, and this is how we got to where we are now. So my auntie doesn't like such things. She never liked, um, she actually passed, rest in peace. Uh, she she never liked like us fighting like that and all that jazz. So <laughs> she 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 took it upon herself to discipline the people that were went as far as smearing peanut butter on your friend's face. That, that doesn't make any sense. Like why would you do that? You guys are adults. Why would you be doing that to the small boy? Right? Grow up. So there's this uh, punishment known as Bamba Maskil. <clears throat> She made the two of them, it was two different people. She made them do Bamba Maskeel. She told them to, you know, kneel, kneel down and whatever. If you don't know what Bamba Maskeel is, ask your... You're probably young if you don't know what Bamba Maskeel is. So ask your other siblings or cousins and they'll explain. Um, so she made them do that. And, uh, yeah, they were upset about the fact that she was punishing them for that because they, were, they thought they had good excuses as to why they did what they did because I was probably being irritating. So, <clears throat> yeah, but then she was like, nah, nah, you guys are the old ones. So, yeah, she punished them, and they were upset. And I was, deep, deep down, I was a little bit happy, but I was like, yeah, you know. You know that feeling when you when somebody order comes to back you up? Yeah, I was feeling that feeling, you know. I was just like, you know, deep down inside, I was like, yeah, yeah, good for you, <laughs> good for you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um... Then my, my very sorrowful auntie, who was so sad that her children were treating me so badly, went and got like a towel so she could help me wipe the peanut butter off my face. And uh, right before she got to where I was standing and weeping from, <clears throat> what was going on in my head was, no, you've done enough, auntie. I can take it from here. <laughs> That's literally the, what went on in my head as a six-year-old. I was like, you've done enough. You've helped me enough. I, I, th I don't think there's no need for you to start wiping the peanut butter off my face. I'm, I'm old enough to go wash my face. So what I did out of anger was, in my opinion, I think this might be the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I, I always admire the younger me because the younger me always did the coolest stuff ever. But anyway, so what I did was I went uh, right and stood right in front of the people that were um, 
אקסרסייזינג במבמסקילינג. And uh, I, I squatted a little bit, you know, just so my head could be on their level so they could get a very good picture of what, what I was about to do. And everybody in the room was watching me because they're wondering what I was doing. Like, this person's walking up to me to help me wipe my face and I walked away from her and walked to the people that I was fighting with. So I squat right in front of them while they're looking at me. And I, 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 I uh, remove all the peanut butter from my face with my finger. And people think... thought I was about to smear it on their faces, but I put it in my mouth. Well, that's that. Thank you all for playing. I put my finger in my mouth, ate that peanut butter. <laughs> I smiled. <laughs> And everybody in the room lost their minds. Everybody was like, wow. People, people were like, people laughed. Every, my auntie laughed. Everybody lost their minds. They were like, these guys fought over him not eating peanut butter and he just ate it in their faces. <laughs> While well, <laughs> well, they are bumba maski. I was like, wow. That was the coolest thing I think I've ever done in my entire life. <clears throat> That's how irritating I was when I was young. I was so childish. So I put the peanut butter in my mouth and I ate it. I was like, you guys are on... I didn't say it, but that implied you guys are on punishment because you're forcing me to eat the peanut butter that I didn't want to eat. But now that you're on punishment, there I am putting it in my mouth right in front of your face. And the whole kitchen went wild. Like literally when I said the kitchen went wild, the kitchen went wild. People laughed, people like jumped, people like couldn't believe I just did that. So yeah, I smiled, walked away, wiped the rest of my peanut, but I think I even ended up eating the bread with peanut, but I, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think I ate something else, but yeah, good times, good times. Now... <clears throat> Something that I get a lot, especially from my high school friends or my high school classmates who are now my friends because they're not my classmates anymore, is I used to be a prick. I used to be irritating when I was a teenager. And even the story I, I, I'm just, I just got done telling you. <clears throat> now I can say I was irritating when I was young, but when... Then, in my head, I wasn't. I was far from it. I was just funny. I was entertaining. You know? I was uh, a charm. Everybody liked being around me in my head. But now looking back at both those times and times I was an, a, a teenager... I come to realize that it's it's very important for us to have a sense of self-awareness that is so detailed that you are able to interpret your own energy from 
outside of your being. Let I, it's important to be to have an accurate estimate of what it feels like to be around you. That's very important. A lot of us lose friends, relationships, because we're just in our own heads and never take the time to think, what does it feel like? What do the people around me feel like when, when, I, when I walk into the room? What energy do I carry around myself? Is it stressful? Is it a breath of fresh air? You know? The way I'm always complaining about things, how does that make people feel? Does it really do it? Like sometimes when you're the type of person that's always complaining about stuff, you may for real actually be um, complaining about legit things, but the the frequency at which you're always complaining about things still kind of drains people and just... I've been there before where somebody was just always complaining about stuff. And the stuff you're complaining about, yeah, you should complain about that stuff, but it's just draining, you know? There's always a, a different way to go. In that situation where you've got stuff to complain about, there's always a different way to go about it that you don't drain other people, you know? So we need to learn to figure out what those things are. Um, it's important. It is... Uh, and, and, you know, you find people that don't have that level of self-awareness usually find themselves in situations where those are the, I feel like those are the people that end up saying stuff like, everybody that comes around me treats me like this. Everybody leaves me. Everybody does this. I don't believe in love anymore because everybody just leaves me and this, that, and they all treat me the same. Men are the same. Women are the same. Maybe... You should sit down and try to figure out whether there's something about you that leads to everybody that comes around you reacting a certain way. <clears throat> That's just a thought to put in your head. So back in the days, I used to think I was the coolest person, but a bunch of people told me you were a prick in school. We didn't like you. <laughs> you were annoying. And I can even tell you a story of something that happened that proved that people didn't really like me. But <clears throat> in my head, I was the coolest guy around. And I don't think you really are the coolest guy around just because you think you are. I think being the coolest person around is when everybody else agrees with you and says you are the coolest guy around. People seem to like me way much better now. Uh, because I think I'm more self-aware now. I'm more self-aware of all. Like when I'm around certain people. And the and one, one plus one pro... Is it a pro? Yes, one pro <clears throat> of being self-aware is you get to tell. It's easier for you to tell who who you should be around and who you shouldn't be around. Because if you're always checking yourself and you're like, did I do anything wrong? Why are me and this person always arguing? I think that's what leads you to distancing yourself from certain people. Because if, you're, if there's two friends who are both not self-aware, they would have a very toxic relationship and always blame themselves. 
when in actual fact it's the other person. I hope what I just said made sense. When in actual fact it's the other person. So being self-aware helps you make better friends and it also helps you build real, genuine friendships, good, authentic connections with people. And people don't have to pretend when they are around you. You should be able to smell your own bad breath, is what I'm trying to say. Okay? Because not everybody is going to have the bravery of letting you know that your breath is bad. And some of those people will stay away from you, even though you may need them in your life. This has been episode 10 of the Tazzy Daily Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for your time. Peace, love, joy. It was brought to you by DXE. Until next week, I'm out.